All right, you guys, welcome back to another commute with yep. Clint and Greg. Clint, we're still in Iowa driving. Still in Iowa driving. So, that, but these are what we do for our commutes. They're yeah, fun. Since we honestly do get out and drive. We're I mean, not going to work anymore, and really, we're actually, not. No. Oh, you mean just for today? You well. Oh damn! You had my yeah, hopes. Oh, no, sorry. Like, yeah, I didn't mean to crush your dreams there. <laughs> I'm not going to work anymore. Woohoo! Yeah, no. You mean for just, today? Yeah, okay. for today. Plus, All you know, right. highway use. The truck sits a lot, so taking on the highway is a good thing. Give it well, some exercise. It's a nice day today. I, yeah. Sadly, there's only 80 degrees, so that's not bad. We're lucked out here because well, there's a hurricane, what, hit in New Orleans. Yeah, again. Again, Category 4, and we got other areas around us uh, up in a place called Owen. Some damage. I see yeah. some pictures out yeah, there. Yeah, they got some. In our area, you would never know nothing's happened. It's yeah, a nice day. We're we, driving we around. We did get some rain, which was good. We really needed the rain. But that was about it, yeah. So, Clint wanted to talk about yeah. interesting places to get. Yeah, so, so I got I got thinking the other day. You know, we did we did that little uh, combat patrol for fourth edition just to kind of test out how to play fourth edition. Nice. Well, we went to the park to do that. Yeah. Remember? And you know, we put up the the board from the Speed Freak set. We used our miniatures and. Um, you know, just we were there what an hour, hour and a half at a pavilion. At, well, yeah, yeah, I don't think it was that long. Is that a pavilion? You and know, then, and we, that was a park by close to your house. Yeah, and we you had know? a lot of interest. People yeah. looking and asking questions. So, well, that got me thinking. Then you made comment that the one coffee shop we go to that we game in their conference room. Yeah, quite often they were always coming in and kind of poking their nose to see what we were playing because they didn't even know these games existed. Now we got a couple of them interested. Yeah, so I thought, well, geez, why don't we talk about places to play? Not so much terrain, um, although technically you're talking about terrain, but just places. I mean, you've always got your hobby shop. There's always going to be the hobby shop to game in. There are very few hobby shops that don't have card tables, folding tables, benches, you know, uh, dedicated gaming tables, whatever. You know, so you're always going to have that. That's really cool. Uh, then you've got your, uh, I'm going to say churches for most of the card events. Because a lot of the churches will host like Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh! or Magic. That happens a lot at a lot of the church convention centers. Because they've yeah, got seen that the too. big space. You they've know. got the space. Um, also board game nights. Sometimes they'll do that. But the, the other stuff what I thought was cool is like the park. Okay, so there, there's something we did on a whim. Uh, but state parks. And I want to talk specifically about some of the stuff we had here to, to use for my example. Okay. So you already know where we went out and played with the RCs and we go out hiking. Uh, yeah. Palisades Kepler State Park. And it's rocky terrain, right? Yes. It's it great is. for the RCs to crawl up and down and go over. Well, that terrain is, the, the way it, a lot of it is shaped, it's great for stuff like Battletech when you're not using the hex. So you can go in and clear off a, a, oh, I don't know, a three foot by three foot, we'll say, chunk of rock that's been there for God knows thousands that's of years. Flat. Yeah, there's actually it's relatively, a lot of over Yeah, there some of it's flat, some of it's steeped. You've got some different elevation levels. Well, you go in, you, you bring a paintbrush, because that's what we did, and you brush off all the extra dust. Um, you can play a really cool Battletech game there. Now, most of the time, yeah, you're out in the sun, so you want to, you know, sunscreen. A hat, Ooh. something. Ooh, he is wobbly Watch wobbly. Out. He's 
we I are. If he's got a busted wheel. He might or broken axle. So we're behind some farm equipment, one of the big balers that holds like the grain, the bales. And while we're not moving fast, in fact, we're only doing about thirty. This guy's trailer is literally it's all over the road. road. I'd say he's got a bent axle, or or he's about to lose a tire. But yeah. this thing is just. I mean, it is left, right, left, right, left, right, wall, wall the road. People are afraid to actually pass him, and we're the third car in the line. Wow. That uh, that makes me sad. I mean, he's not going fast. He's probably doing 20, 25. Yeah, because you're slowing down. Yeah, so. I'm having to slow down. I'm going to run over the people in front of us, and you can't really see around him because this thing's probably, what, 15, 20 feet tall, then maybe 15 feet. So it's hard to see. It's, Interesting what we run across. What yeah, we well, I mean, we are in farm country. I'm wondering if he's not. Now he is towing with a truck. I can see the mirror. I thought maybe he was towing it with a tractor, and it looks like it's two of these trailers hooked together. Yeah, he's he's, he's dual. So they're they're moving this stuff because it is getting to be harvest season out here. People are going to want to do that. I'm betting he's going to turn off here somewhere. Boy, he is really real. That that is that makes me nervous. No, just you watch and then we'll talk. But you yeah, play. for sure. So I mean, eventually we probably get around him. But wow, um, yeah, I don't want to be too distracted. But yeah, so we we would dust off the train, and then we would just play battle tech. I mean, we just you know each hex is, hex is an inch, so we of course would just use a tape measure uh, for that. But it was a lot of fun playing battle tech. Now you had to have clipboards to hold your sheets on, and you know. But it's interesting if you think about it to go outside. Yeah. Because we all, when we game, we're always thinking tabletop. Yeah. Or at the hobbies, if you've got a store to game at or something like that. But we haven't really run across anybody else playing Warhammer in the park. No, we really so, haven't. I don't uh, think I've ever seen that. And maybe on a video somewhere. Maybe. I don't, I, have, I, I don't, I can't recall, honestly. I've seen a lot of battle reports and stuff. Yeah. But I don't see them. So, and I guess keep your eyes open for places to game. Yeah. They're, that, are, that are different. Don't, um, don't narrow your thought to just, oh, it's got to be at the hobby store. It's got to be on this table. It's got to be. I mean, tournament-wise, yes. It makes sense that you have to use Which, the tables. You know, that that makes perfect sense for tournaments. That's tournament play, though. But that's, I, I personally, ooh, that's dangerous. Okay, he's, so the reason he's wobbly is because he's driving a Ford F-350 towing a car trailer with two grain trailers attached to the car trailer. That's three things. So he is, wow, that is, and it's not even a gooseneck trailer. It was just a regular hitch trailer. Bumper hitch. Not saying the truck couldn't handle it, but that's, to me, that's, yeah, that's really risky. Okay, back to it. Yeah, I just, (laughs) I just, I forgot we did that because it was so long ago. I mean, we're talking 90s when I was doing that, you know. Well, so you and and some friends got to do that with and Battletech would be a good... See, that would be where you could take a couple models. Yeah. You don't need a whole bunch for that game. Maybe nope. one or two. And one or two you each. could put them and, on. And it'd be awesome yeah. to photograph or video it. Because you've got natural terrain that you're setting your scenario around. You're basically just moving. Um, you know, facing... Hex facing was a little tricky. Now, nowadays, you know, I could just get a single hex. And you could just set that under the miniature, turn its facing, and then... You know, take it off and set it back down. There, there's so many ways you could get around with a little template or something for for that. But um, and now you've got, of course, Alpha Strike. You've got the rules of playing on normal terrain versus hex terrain for BattleTech. So you could always utilize that as well. Um, that's an option too. But 
uh, state parks, national parks, normal parks, anything. I mean, grassy field areas does make it a little, in, little more limiting. Although, if you get someone who trims the grass enough, we could probably pull off a really cool Team Yankee in, in a field somewhere. You could. But it'd be, it'd be interesting. But that's where I'd want to do the RC tanks and stuff, stuff like that. You know. Well, that's different though too, because yeah. if you're you could play, so you, you guys know a game called Gaslands, right? Yep. Or Rulebook. So you could pick up uh, whatever, Matchbox, Hot Wheel cars, yep. and the rules were designed to just take the toys you had at home and fight. Yep, pretty much. But Clint's kind of upscaled that to where he would like to do it with RC yeah. cars, which, why not? You could yep. do that outside. You're not forced into gaming inside on a table. Now, inside on a table, I have nothing. Not, nothing against we game like that all the time yeah you know what uh, in the winter we're not going outside 40 below no, zero no, to game so outside but but the one day that we were at the park and I put that up you guys could check it out on the TikTok it's like a minute video but it was uh, it was really nice number yeah, it was, one it was just a mentally yeah change of pace we were outside and it was weather was good you know we had shade so that helped you know and it was a, it was just a nice relaxing time. We didn't all we did was get people interested in gaming. Yeah, really. a lot of people, a lot of people who wouldn't normally game at least wanted to see those, those old ladies walking. They were kind of like, "Hey, what you doing?" You know, they didn't even know what. Yeah, so that's another thing too, you guys. If you game in an area is different than what you're used to, you have a chance to be able to, you know, show off the game to people that don't know. I'm telling you, at the coffee shop we went to, again, as Clint said, these guys that were there. They had no idea these games existed. Yeah. They finally got curious, and uh, one weekend they come back like, what are you guys doing? And so we showed them. And then we played Star Wars there the one time. Yeah. And they were just enthralled. They loved Star Wars, but they didn't know that there was X-Wing. Yep. <laughs> and they didn't know about, you know, all these other games, Team Yankee and stuff. So yeah. if you can hit up uh, different places to play, I don't know, maybe you guys leave... Leave, leave us some comments or send yeah. us some ideas of where you game, you know? Let us know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's always options. And, you know, sometimes it's kind of fun just throwing down a quick game near the near the river or lake or whatever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about playing, you know, Victory at Sea actually on the lake. That might be a little tricky, but... Your pieces might your sink. Your boats keep floating away or your ships sink. Yeah, I think that might be interesting for the bottom of the lake. And Victory seemed to be hard to do with RC boats. There's some really cool historic just, RC boats, but just to get them to do that is tricky. I think we would get away from it, Clint. We'd be starting to play on the water, and then it would just be a... <laughs> it, it would turn into something I didn't else. know. Speaking of RC boats, I have to share this. I, I, was, I didn't know if you knew this. They now have radio-controlled torpedoes for the RC boats. Yes, you can fire a little torpedo from your boat that's and steer it. Wow. Yep, and steer it. I want one of those. It's hilarious. I was watching a group of guys do it. So it's just this little, I mean, you're, we're talking, you know, you're talking an RC boat that's probably about six feet long. And your torpedo is probably a foot, foot and a half, you know. Oh, wow. But, the, yeah, the, you could control it with the controller. So the way the one guy did it, they were doing a reenactment for a, a historic battle for World War II. So his controller, he would flip a switch on his controller, and the boat would no longer be controlled. The torpedo would be. So once he fired the torpedo, he just flipped that switch, and then he could steer the torpedo so it would hit the other ship. 
Um, and they actually have RC submarines that do submerge and, and surface and everything. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, those are, I mean, the, the sh RC ship stuff is incredible now. It is well beyond what you expect. Of course, model ships even are so well beyond what they used to be. Well, we do have you know, technology has yeah, really increased a lot, just exponentially, really. I was looking at the USS Iowa at the Mojave store while I was killing time. In, in Iowa City, and I can't remember the scale, but the box was three feet long. The box oh, was. Oh, God. So, you can only imagine how long the ship was. Well, it's like, uh, well, it's like some of these things just get big, like you guys have seen, I'm sure, the Lego, especially oh, yeah. the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Huge, huge Star Destroyers and, and you know, Millennium Falcon and whatnot, but uh, speaking of which, see, I went to Mall of America, so my brain's going to deviate. Oh, sure. But this was years ago, and they had a Lego shop in there where you could buy the custom Lego tanks, and they had a Lego city that looked like a battlefield. I have no idea how they even did this. I mean, yeah. but it looked phenomenal. And people could come in there and check things out. And that's the thing is, even if you were, say, a mall. So if you go to a mall and you've got the eating area and you want... There are some games you can go and just sit down and throw down a short game. Like yep. that Tanks But No Tanks would work yeah. real well. Yeah. That game is a, a yeah. 7 to 10 minute game type of thing or 15 minutes and you can easily play. There's, I don't know, we're just yeah. looking for different places yeah. to play. I mean, you, you see people playing, or at least in New York especially, you see people playing chess in the park. They just bring their chess board, set it on an outdoor table and play. So there's no reason yeah. you couldn't do other stuff like that. Nope, the worst we'd nope. have is people asking us, what is that? What yeah, exactly. And we would definitely have people ask us, what's that? But it wouldn't be, oh my God, what? People are like, hey, what you playing? Hey, you know, well, that's neat. What's that? You know, uh, Red Dragon Inn, for example, that was that sparked a lot of interest. Of course, now, granted, that was a giant box I brought in, so, because that had a lot of card decks. But And that was a lot of fun, and that could be played anywhere. But you could scale it down and oh, take you could. only what you need for two people. Yeah, and, easily. And you could sit yep. at a restaurant. Yep, we could do it at a restaurant. And have um, something to snack on or whatever. And we've game, we've done cards. that. We, we played, D and I play tested uh, Aeronautic Imperialis at uh, Scooters. Oh, well, just to, And all we really was doing was we laid out half the map because there wasn't enough room for the whole map. And we just moved the ship, moved the planes. I mean, she pretty much decimated my ships in the first turn. Well, I remember, but, yeah, you said you gamed with her, and she wiped you out. She but. just did. Literally, she fired once, and both our fighters were just down. They were done. There was nothing. What? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was pretty sick. I mean, it was pretty just like... Sad. But, you know, we didn't really move the planes on the board other than to get a feel for, well, this is how you would turn, or this is how this maneuver would work, and then this is how you roll to determine. So... Um, we've done kind of done battle tech at the coffee shop too, but again, just kind of one map, just real simple, trying to figure out. Um, you know, I'd like to to have you play a little more battle tech first of all, so you get a better feel for it, and then go out to Palisades actually and do a, a quick game on some of the terrain. We just figure out a good section, set up some cameras, and just play. You know. Yeah. And you could. There's plenty of areas there for a mech type of game to be played. Yeah, I mean, it, it is beautiful. I have just put the miniatures down for scenery and photograph it is awesome. Well, and you would have a lot of people stopping because you've got... You've got a trail there. Yeah. So when you're... Ex 
trying to get to some of this stuff like what Quinn's talking about. People are going to come and go, and that's going to spark interest too. And yep. watch, watch other channels copy our idea. Oh well, but oh well, it'll happen. Have fun, and that's the whole point of the game. Yeah, is, that's, is that's the point of have fun. Make it as realistic as you can make it without, you know. I mean, obviously, you can't make it perfectly real, but I don't know. I just I like having a natural terrain, even if we do add a few things to it. Um, you know, so like. Go on to Germany for tank fest. Maybe pick up some real tanks. Yeah, sure, sure. Let's. Yeah. World War Two. I'm ship. Yeah, could you Find see that? By the farmer, let us use his uh, his He's, field. There was a there was an article of prompts Rihanna, and I just glanced at there. So this guy, I guess a, a whole bunch of people got upset because he bought a non-functioning tank. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's non-functioning. It drives. Yeah. And of course, he had the rubber, you know, treads the on, rubber, so you yeah. could drive it so on the, the road. Yeah, drive it on the road. So everybody's harassing him, even even the police. Like nobody knew what to do, and he just bought this tank just to have and put it in his front yeah. yard. I, I could see me and Clint doing that. Yeah, for sure. And then go, okay, it's your move. <laughs> yep. In position them. So yeah, that would be fun if you had it's money. Just, that'd be, yeah, that'd be a blast. That that reminds me. I I know I've, we've talked about the shirt before, which is that big four wheel Russian. Basically, it's an ATV. Well, actually, looking at the mechanics of it, it's basically a forklift. Uh, it's a forklift motor. It's like a Renault forklift motor. But it, it goes everywhere. The, the tires are huge. They're balloon tires. You put, like, five pounds of air in them. But they can go over all terrain, including water. Anyway, there are some people in the United States that have these. Nice. And, and they're cool. I mean, they're small. They're no bigger than, like, a side-by-side or a little UTV. Um, but they're just, I mean, huge tires. Like, the tires are six-foot diameter. You know, they're, so they're kind of like inflatable monster truck tires. But if you look up a Sharp, you'll see what I mean. I'd love to have one. The thing is awesome. It holds, like, four people. It goes over just about any terrain, including water, because it'll drive on the water. Because they're just giant flotation tires. And you, you drive it like a Bobcat. So you have two levers, left to your, your left, right, your brakes. You, you brake steer it and everything, just like a Bobcat. But... So I was watching this video of this gentleman who had one. He was talking about the upgrades he was doing to it to make it a little faster to take some of the governing off of it. Because I guess it can't go above like 15 miles per hour the way it's governed. But you can go in and remove the governing and it'll get up to like 25. So oh, it's wow, not only uh... super fast, but, you know, a little better in open terrain. And I can't remember where this gentleman lives, but it's it's somewhere that are, it's not Minnesota, but it's somewhere there's a lot of lake and wildlife area. And they have the one trail that he shows it on a lot of times is some sort of four wheel drive off road trail. So it's not like he's running it. Well, I mean, legally, he can drive it on the street. It does have headlights and turn signals. But he was the first, the reason I saw his video was because he took it out because he parks it in his garage. He just oh, okay. parks it in his house. And he's got like a four car garage, and one of the stalls is a little taller for this Sharp to fit in. Obviously, he's got money if he has one because these things are super expensive so he he'd drive it down the street two or three blocks to this trail area and then he'd drive it back and so the one video I watched was one of the people along this ritzy housing area that he lives called the cops saying that he was driving this tank around like this thing doesn't look like a tank it's got four wheels first of all Nowhere, there's no gun turret there's no weapon on it at all it looks more like you know an SUV with giant tires <laughs> And so the, it was funny because the police showed up and were waiting for him to come back out on the trail. 
So they immediately stopped him, but they were laughing so hard when he came out of the woods to see what it actually was, because they were just like, this thing is awesome. So they were just like chatting with him, and it, so it's funny to watch the video, so if you ever do find it on YouTube, it's, it's funny. But yeah, the neighbor called because he was driving a tank on the street. It's not even a tank, it had license plates. It had headlights and taillights, it's a vehicle. It's no different than you driving an ATV on the street or, uh, you know, a UTV side-by-side -side on the street. No different, really. Just a little taller and a little weirder looking. Yeah. But, so the cops were like, well, it's legal. There's nothing they can do about it. But, yeah, the, the person called and said you're, they, he was driving a tank on the streets. Well, you can legally drive a tank on the streets. Yeah, so long I mean, as you got the... As long as you got the rubber tracks... Yep. You've got the slow-moving vehicle marker, at least here in Iowa. All you need is a slow-moving vehicle marker because they treat it in Iowa as a tractor. So I could, we could drive a Sherman tank down the road. You know, a lot of those after-the-war farmers used yeah, for farmers a while. still as, do, some of them. As tractors. Yep. But we, yeah. We, that, I mean, there's a lot of cool areas to game. I mean, you just yeah. got to try to think about doing something different that's what we're doing it's yeah. just something different out of the ordinary and uh, it works it's also more enjoyable and it makes the game somewhat more fun whatever you're playing to me because now you're doing it in a different environment there's a little bit more excitement than normal I, I yeah. guess that's kind of how I took it like when we went to the park I was just really worked up a little bit more about it it was just nicer to do when we did it at the park it was like let's just grab some stuff let's throw down a quick battle but let's just go it already was a kick day at work anyway that day as i remember so yeah we, we just went out and did it it was a lot of fun but we'll have to do it again too oh, for sure for sure that was a great place to throw down something like that that's also a good place to throw down team yankee or flames of war that's what we should do next time is take out you know, team yankee because technically you do x-wing there too yeah well, before it gets cold again. Yeah. And at some point, I mean, it's the end of August, so. Yeah, for sure. We could do that. I don't know, you guys. When you're hearing this as a podcast, yeah. you can leave comments. Yeah. So leave in the comments, where, where do you enjoy gaming? Do you enjoy gaming outside? I mean, I did put up a short on our TikTok channel. Uh, when me and my wife went and went camping, we uh, run the cabin that I told Clint yeah. about. Now this sounds fancy, but it's it's a fifty dollar you know to rent the cabin, so it's yeah. not not even the cost of a hotel room. Yeah. And we gamed out there. I actually bought my goodness, I can't remember now, but the little pirate game. Oh yeah. To play, which is actually kind of fun. And we, the only drawback we had was it started getting too breezy to move the cards around. Yeah. But it was kind of nice that. sitting there watching. You had this view, this nice view of where they were and the lake. And just to kick back and try to game was relaxing. And that's all I'm saying. It's just... We could maybe go somewhere and kick back. I, I just had a cool thought. We need more money to do it, but I... Because, you know, that's always the thing you need more money. You know what would be fun is you and I do Battleship by the lakes. And we just travel around to all these lakes and just play Battleship. 
That would be kind of fun. Here we are in front of Lake Superior. You know, the the waves are crashing. There's there's big ships moving around, and we're playing Battleship. That would be fun. Because you know people would tune in to watch that. And we can make it like, you know, everybody knows the old where is Carmen San Diego? Yeah. Where is Greg and Clint? Oh, yeah, yeah. that'd be We'd awesome. We'd upload a video, and our family would have to guess where, where, where we were yeah, at Yeah, they, they might not be happy about that. I don't think they'd like that game so much. Yeah, where is Greg and Clint? I wonder. All right, you guys, we're going to send you a video every other day. You figure out where in the country we went. Think about it. Oh, by the way, we're not there to take care of everything. You guys have to do it. Yeah, have fun. Good have luck. Have fun. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that quite. Yeah, I can see your wife listening going, oh, the hell you will. <laughs> Clint's sitting there at the table. There's a cold front moving in. Oh, God. She found us. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Anyways. Yeah, uh, but it would be fun, though. That would be kind of cool. It's something to keep in the back of our minds. Because I think it would be just a fun little thing. Maybe we'll do that. Like, guess where we're at. Yeah. Uh, But do it, like, by maybe, uh, I don't know, like a... I can think of a couple lakes just around here that we could totally do that at. Yeah. And, and, you know, it wouldn't... It'd be a little trickier for some of the people who aren't in the state or aren't familiar with the area. But still be kind of fun. I mean, it'd be a fun little video of just playing a, a quick game of Battleship by the lake and just recording it. Just be like, go to Texas, <laughs> buy a lake. And the people we know in Texas on the gaming channels, guess what? You guys are down the street? Yeah. Yeah, we're down You didn't tell us? Well, we told you. You had to find the clue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that might be interesting. That like, would be kind of cool. I mean, just a different take on things. Yeah, it, it is. And the battleship is so simple. I mean, it's really... We were going to do that at work, honestly, Clint, in the chat. We should still do that at some I point. I don't think... Could you imagine in the middle of the chat, all these people are talking yeah. about business stuff, and someone puts up B1? <laughs> and then the next time, see whatever. Yeah, you know, it, it, they don't after know. a few minutes, people are like, are you playing Battleship? I think it would dawn on them after a couple yeah, times. Yeah, after a couple times, they'd be like, are you playing Battleship? As soon as you type back, if you said something and I said this, <laughs> they're going to go, wait a minute. Are you playing at work? No, we're not playing at work. Well, technically. Well, you know... If there's no calls and we've got all our other stuff entered, you got time. Except for like today, it was a crazy today. Well, day. yeah, I didn't. Ex- I totally did not expect to be able to do anything outside of work today during work. It I was. Did, yeah, you know, crazy. I managed to get coffee. That was about it. But so you covered the important stuff. Yeah, you got coffee. You know, but that that is the weekends are a gamble. They're either really dead and there's time to do other stuff, like paint or assemble miniatures for example or they're just super busy and that's all you're doing you're responding to emails you're 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 dealing with calls you're trying to fix problems you know that's that's just the nature of the job you know it's it's a call center job you're not always going to be super slammed or super dead you you just that's true it just it just works that that's how it works yeah you never can tell what it's going to do we're still answering the phone we're still serving you know bite my tongue for a second how I was going to say we're still attending to the customer's needs we're doing our job let's make that very so, clear so you know it's it's just if there's no calls and you don't have stuff you have to enter or emails you have to respond to then you, you there's really nothing going on but waiting for the call you know if so you, 
Yeah. I mean, there are certain things. Painting is really hard to do. That's hard to do yeah, because so I don't, you get interrupted. And yeah, it, you know. But don't don't try to put decals on something. No, no, no. no. Any, any, even. I mean, like I did RC build stuff where I was just. I, I'm just. I'm putting pieces in and, and putting screws in. You know, it's, so it's not that hard. I mean, I built that one chassis on one Saturday. Well, we were dead. So I built that RC chassis over a course of like four hours. You know, so it wasn't a fast build. But, you know, in between calls, I get a call. I set it down. I, because, well, and that's you know, the answer the phone call and go back to it after. Well, we had to leave the building last year, beginning of yeah. last year. We went to an outbuilding uh, in a secret location. Right? Yeah. And they, uh, we had a little table there, so we played Blitz Bowl. Yeah, we did some Blitz Bowl. In between that stuff. That was fun. And actually, that is a fun, we that's another. That. You got the second edition, right? I have all the Blitz Bowl we, stuff. We really need we, to we do really, it. And it's not a hard game. I got all the quick. extra teams built for Blitz Bowl. Now, I don't have any of them painted. But I do have built. The only thing I have painted is my orcs, and then I started working on your human team. Well, that's but, okay. I mean, I think people will be able to tell humans orcs. Oh yeah. So we should because that was a game I honestly was not yeah really interested in, and Clint picked it up and then played it, and I thought, you know what, this is this is one of those you don't think you're gonna like it, but you like it. It's yeah, funner than you thought. Yeah. Stupid fantasy football. It's stupid simple. Yeah, you can't very, take it. Yeah, it's seriously. But I mean. That's the point of the game, especially with second edition when the ball does things. Now you've got the ball possibly exploding, poisoning you, stabbing you, killing your player. You know, it's possible the ball could be the detriment to you. Um, oh, that's dangerous. That's that's what's nice about the second edition is, is you know, the, you have these effects from the ball. So not only do you have to deal with these fantasy creatures trying to kill you in the middle of the process, but now the ball might kill you too. Possible the ball might hatch. Also, one of them, depending on the team. Hatch? Yeah, so if you play the Lizardman team, it is possible the ball might hatch. Oh. In which case, the lizard bites you, you take damage and possibly go back into your dugout, your dugout and then the ball has to come back into play again because it hatched. So we'll have to do a video on that. Then. Yeah, we, we definitely need to do... Because I we did Blitz Bowl, the original one, yeah. but the second edition, like anything else, we tend to get into games and then, darn it, they turn around the next year and change it. Yeah, now Blitz Bowl, that, that makes sense because it's a Barnes & Noble exclusive. I mean, you can find it on eBay. You can still find copies in Barnes & Noble. It's not a heavy price point. It was... What? what was it? It was, it was 40, 40 or 50, 50 bucks for the box set. Yeah, it you, wasn't much. It wasn't set. a lot. I, I mean, it, I think it was 50. So I think I got about 100 invested in the box sets between. But in in between those box sets, I got four, four teams. Now, granted, I have two duplicate human teams. But I ended up with an orc, a dwarf, and a human, and two human teams. Which really doesn't matter because, like any of the races... You paint them different, and they're they're they may be orcs. You may have two or three different orc teams, but they're all different orc teams. Or you may have two or three human teams, but they're different human teams. So yeah. you know, and that's that's pretty cheap if you got four teams. We should try that place. Yeah, we totally Sorry. need. Oh look, RC sailboats. Yep, RC sailboats. That's cool. They do that quite a bit there. Yeah, I believe it. They do. Oh, oh. yeah, that's one. We we should dedicate a. Yeah, we should definitely do a. A blitz bowl for sure, and I think like Keegan would would enjoy it. I know your wife would enjoy playing it. I think she would like it if she gave it a chance. 
Um, but she's just not into football stuff. But I'm not really a, a like a football yeah, fan. I'm not, I mean, not either. But that but game the was game a lot was fun. fun. Yeah, and it's not by any means football. Football. I mean, it, it's. It's fantasy football, you, you, you guys. You're, you're in blitzing, a rough, you're blocking, you're, you're tackling, yeah. you're stealing the ball, you're trying to make a touchdown. Um, and that's about it. It's that's, the that's, basics. I mean, it's the basics of it, yeah. It's fairly brutal, so. Um, it, but it's fun. I mean, it's, it's one of those games, y'all. You guys got to give it a shot and try to see what you think. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're going to end our commute yep. here because we're almost done now. We definitely changed it at the end, but that's okay. We did keep it on gaming at least. Yeah, well, sometimes we divert a bit, but that's the nature of the beast, although we do try to keep it more on subject than we have before. So. Yeah, we're, we're trying to be better uh, about it, so don't you, shoot us. You, yeah, you guys need to let us know where do you like to game. Yep. Leave a comment wherever you want, and join our group if you want. A Facebook page we have you can follow it and even post I have it open I don't have that restricted um, so you can find us anywhere and you can find us on almost any platform of the podcast so we'll catch up with you guys later yeah. anything else Clint no good? that's all I got all right well I'll let you guys go Clint will let you guys go and we'll catch you next time have fun keep gaming that's what it's all about yep